You're listening to Pod of Wonder, a podcast that creates a world using random Wikipedia articles and then plays a game in that world. This season, we're making a YA novel about wrestling in space. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> that feels like something we should we should discuss. Yeah, well, let's, I guess, maybe dive into the episode and make the, uh, the, the discussion part of the the part of the episode that was the word i was struggling for it's gonna mm. be it's gonna mm. be a fun one mm, words. Oh, yeah. words are words today <laughs> accurate um so uh yeah pot of wonder season five season five episode four halfway through this john <laughs> <laughs> oh we're halfway there oh well living on a prayer <laughs> Um, so, uh, as was asked, uh, what are we doing today? That's ah. a question that I don't even think we could answer on air, but yeah. let's not be existential about it like I'm prone <laughs> to. I, I think we, I do need to acknowledge here too, something that was also acknowledged off, uh, off mic, off episode, uh, that we all have our, our sexiest morning voices going mm. on since we are recording much normal than mm. we morning yeah much morning than we normally do wow we're much uh, much morning <laughs> oh i need this coffee to kick in soon please <laughs> um but yeah uh so so i think we need to find some sort of category where the hot seat uh, and discussion of this the the thing would uh would be aided by sexy voices oh god like what do we need to fill in about this world I was thinking maybe something about the program, like what are the the groups they're being sorting into, our our houses, our uh, whatever the fuck they call them in Divergence, our <laughs> factions. Factions. That's I did it. read that book because I am <laughs> <Yeah>. YA trash. <laughs> uh-huh. How are we gonna sort these teens? <laughs> we'll let the internet, uh, the the endless internet of Wikipedia, guide us. <laughs> are we Wikipediaing now? Yeah, I, I, I mean, if everyone agrees, that's where we should go because I think that's mm. kind of a, a nice direction. I think that yeah. also kind of allows us to set up like what do these teens do as like adults after the program? Mm. Yeah, because it it also has to be kind of vaguely wrestling related to <laughs> like justify the I guess the lie question mark they're all living up under. Mm-hmm. theoretically training for these ground missions, but they do also mm-hmm. have to be performed for the entertainment of the masses as well. It's all about the the, uh, the summer slam in the summer and the blizz in the winter. Seasonal violence disorder. What did we... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of uh, one of the, one of the, uh, the, the years. Seasonal summer slam. Seven. Seasonal violence <sighs> yeah. disorder. All right, uh, let's let's get some articles. Well, uh, before we go into the articles, should we kind of recap what we know about the season <laughs> so far? Because we've kind of because we've been kind of doing that with the past episodes, but I, I, I think it's kind of also a, a nice way to bring us back without trying to remember what's what while we've got the timer on. Uh, I, I will say, as, as part of our recurring segment, here's the notes we took last time. I don't think we took notes last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did not. We just blow past that segment. <laughs> yeah, what did we do last time? <laughs> we did like little te- team groups or something. Scout or the group, the scouts, the scouts. Oh yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, like what do the what do the kids do on the ships? Type. Yeah, those are that's like before the program. I don't know. Do we do we want to do another like kids group thing so close to the previous one? Hmm, that's true. Well, it's kind of because I, maybe we can kind of come back more into like the blizz and what that means for for the kids later once we get in, uh, closer to the truth too. Um, maybe let's kind of talk on the other side of things. Like, what are the adult roles on the ship? But it's teens. Do we care about adults? I don't think we care about the adults. No. Boring. What if we did an episode on Edith and like her creation? Yes. Oh. It's a, it's like not like we're kind of building a picture of what life on the ship is life for the kids without like directly discussing that topic. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And it's kind of a, a history of the ship, too, through Edith. Yeah. Okay, then. So, well, do we want to uh, pull up some articles to uh, to give us uh, some background on Edith? Hello, so. I'm now now I'm bummed because my uh, one of the articles that I pulled up would have been very perfect for like figuring out whatever kind of dividing categories. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Put it aside for and pretend you Googled it when we do that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Huh, all right. We don't have to get weird with it. Pot of wonder. <laughs> Wrong emphasis there. We don't have to get weird with it. Fair. <laughs> we don't have to get weird with it. Pot of wonder. <laughs> okay. All right, I think I have mine. Ooh, I've got mine. Initially, I was going to pass by this article, but I think, I, you know what? It's so from left field for this category that I think it'll work. All right. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Go for it. My article is Choral Symphony. Mm. A choral symphony is a musical composition for orchestra, choir, and sometimes solo vocalists that in its internal workings and overall musical architecture adheres broadly to symphonic musical form. Um, So yeah, it's a whole big, uh, it's like a musical composition that's you know, made for an orchestra and people singing as well. And very, very much uh, technical musical terms and everything. So, but I think it could be interesting. Anyway, there we go. I can't read more. It's too early. <laughs> Pot of wonder. I've got a uh, Apicistus Bombi. <laughs> um, yeah, right. <laughs> it's the Bombies. Uh, <laughs> really, I think it's even spelled the same. Um, it's a species of parasitic uh, avulites uh, that infects uh, bees, especially bumblebees. Mm-hmm. The uh, oocysts are ingested by the bee, and sporozoites develop uh, from these in the intestine, uh, and then they do their shit uh, and uh, uh, squirm around in the fat tissue. Heavily infected bees are rare, uh, but infected workers have increased mor- mortality, reduced fat body, and increased sensitivity to sucrose. Uh, infected queen bumblebees are unlikely to survive hibernation, which is thought to be uh, due to the reduced fat body of infected queens. Uh, Danny? Again, repeating the disclaimer, we don't have to get weird with it. The Wonder Bra. <laughs> <laughs> It is a a push-up underwire brassiere uh, developed in Canada. Um, 
I, I think the big thing we would draw from here is sort of the the history and the branding because the uh, the Wonder Bra like developed in the 1960s is kind of like the the transformation point between underwear like transforming from an, an unmentionable thing to like something that with some some sex appeal and some like you can wear this as an item of fashion and like it's not a thing that you hide it's a thing you reveal to uh, a person that you're intimately involved in and there's also <laughs> like a weird like i guess 1984 inspired photo in the the wikipedia article that looks kind of like weird post-apocalyptic lingerie ad which <laughs> i mean cool <laughs> again not in a creepy way pot of wonder <laughs> somehow that feels fitting for edith the advertisement um like bot or whatever on the on the ship yeah like what if edith wasn't originally like a ship control ai it was just an ai that was given control of the ship but was mm -hmm. originally created for other purposes i'm getting into it eddie talk about your article <laughs> <laughs> um but mm -hmm. yeah i think that was i thought that was something we already established where edith was intended for something simple and then kind of went rogue Anyways, uh, the Green Cards are an American progressive bluegrass band that formed in 2003 in Austin, Texas. <laughs> Although, despite its, its being called an American band, it was founded by an Englishman and two, Aust two Australians. And uh, part of the reason I was drawn to this article is because like that, the article that kicked this all off, the, uh, the Christmas on the space station, the Wikipedia photo of these four people is just so heartwarming and charming. And it oh. looks like they've got nothing but good intentions and I wish them well. <laughs> but yeah, you know, people who, who the, the opening act for a bunch of people in the 2000s uh, in wow. the country and bluegrass scene. Um, <laughs> allegedly still active, uh, but their Wikipedia entry kind of ends uh, around 2010. I love the audacity of some Australians and Brits going down to Texas and playing folk music <laughs> and bluegrass. It's like, yeah, we understand your problems, mate. Let's get down <laughs> home with it. Or whatever accent that was. I mean, isn't that pretty common, though? Isn't that like the story of Fleetwood Mac or something? English people who came over were a country bluegrass band and then they picked up uh, Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham, and then they were Fleetwood Mac. Well, you start yeah. forgot the step where they all started banging each other, but yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Oh, anyway, sorry for that. <laughs> no, that no, no, that's valuable asides. Like, uh, I, can, I can see the the connection, kind of actually. <laughs> and now I know more about Fleetwood Mac. Like most Appalachian music, kind of comes out of like Ireland and Scotland, anyway. So I guess mm -hmm. there's a a vague connection to a, a British person coming in. They're taking it anyway. Back. Focusing. <laughs> <laughs> I I did not wait until eleven to start drinking. So. <laughs> uh, you call a white wine spritzer if it doesn't spritz? If it's just flat flat water. <laughs> uh, white wineish. Yeah. yeah. Whitish wine. Pot of wonder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, which which one of these Johns are we doing? I, I feel like there's a lot of potential in a lot of these. Mm -hmm. I mm. vote Wonderbra. I also yeah. vote Wonderbra. I feel like I, that would be a very good thing for our uh, state of mind at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As wholesome as the green cards look, there is not an article's worth in there. Uh, I'm glad the two 
breast bearers, for lack of a better term, are are, are pro Wonder Bra. I didn't want to be like, yeah, let's do boobs. Let's do boobs. I mean, like, honestly, just the name Wonderbra just seems like extremely good for a an AI of some sort. Just like it's it sounds very much like 50s sci-fi, like Yeah, like photo feature. The Wonderbra. <laughs> it's a complicated acronym. Just go with it. <laughs> uh, is it is it a complicated acronym? No, I mean no. In, in our world, <laughs> it, it, it can be a complicated acronym. Well, hold the fuck on! How did I miss this? What? Um, the Wonderbra brand was sold to Sarah Lee, the the <laughs> like the food company. What? <laughs> Yeah, during the 1960s, it was sold to Consolidated Foods, now the Sara Lee Corporation. Oh my god. Whoa. That sounds like some some conspiracy shit. Why is all the white bread lady stuff going into under one company heading? <laughs> <laughs> we have literally white bread and lady stuff. White bread, comma, lady stuff. <laughs> Wonder bread, also... Yeah, Wonder Bra, Wonder Bread. There's some crossover there. <laughs> when Trump makes America great again, like it was in the 50s, this is the cult that all the women are going to have to belong to. <laughs> Space! Are you stuck inside with nothing to do? Well, part of wonder is here for you. From classic books to dankest memes, what's getting us through quarantine? Eddie, what's getting you through this pandemic? Uh, so as I, I may have mentioned on other uh, recordings, uh, I have recently purchased a home, which uh, would be the thing getting me through this. It is, it is an activity, certainly, but in the process of moving things around and uh, putting up shelves, so many shelves... I've been listening to a lot more podcasts and audiobooks, um, mm. and one specifically that I, I actually listened to for the first time was The NeverEnding Story, which so different than the movies, uh, and I, I'm, I'm, I've drunkenly spammed several group chats with thoughts and feelings as it <laughs> happened, uh, but it is definitely worth a listen, uh, especially for the kinds of people, the four of you who listen to this. Uh, it's it's uh, essentially about a boy uh, going through a fantasy land, making up fun bits of it. <laughs> Uh, but also losing himself in the process. Um, uh, you will hate the movie after you listen to this, and I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to I'm going to throw some fighting words out there, and uh, this may engage any social media presence we have. Hopefully, maybe the after reading after listening to I got to add that qualifier the never ending story audiobook. I feel mm-hmm. like the adaptation in that form of that '80s movie is on par with David Lynch's ad- adaptation of Dune. Uh, it is on that same level. It it has the same message at the end, uh, where in the book it was a uh, a man who thought a person who thought they were God, uh, coming to grips with that. Uh, but in the uh, in, in in the book, it is that yeah that's the book. But in the movie, it's like no, this person's just Jesus now. It's fine. The end of Dune. Yeah, you can make water in the desert. Spoiler for a movie from 1984. End of the Neverending Story. Sure, without repercussions, he can bring this fantasy dragon into the real world to scare his bullies. There's no follow-up. No one's like, oh shit, we need to get footage of this. We need to put this on the evening news. No, it just ends with him bringing a fantasy fucking dragon into the real world. And there's no follow-up on it. 
it's uh, it's some bullshit. I'll I'll throw that down. So yeah, uh, hot takes is what, <laughs> hot takes about children's stories and movie nostalgia is what's getting me through the pandemic. <laughs> oh, I like that. I downloaded it as soon as I saw you post about that because I never really liked the movie. It paled in comparison to like the Princess Bride or or, or the Last Unicorn, which I sort of think is also like that era mm-hmm. adaptations of fantasy novels. So I'm really and and those things I I think the book is great and the movie is great. They're a little bit different, but it like translated well, but I can definitely see how the never ending story would be awesome as a book and translated really badly. So I'm looking forward to it. I yeah, pl- please uh, give it a listen and uh, and and even here let's record record a follow up and uh, in, in mm-hmm. potentially even put me in my place for being very wrong or uh, <laughs> agree with me because there's no middle ground. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to put you in your place because I'm saying I didn't really care for the never-ending <laughs> movie. <laughs> so. I know, but I mean, I mean, you could come out of this and be like, you know what? This book is bullshit, and that movie was actually pretty good. What's Eddie talking about? <laughs> so yeah, that, that, there's some segments for you, Danny. Yeah. Pedal Burst, Dream Lift. Pedal Burst is absolutely a wrestler. <laughs> dream dream lift is their signature move yes <laughs> I, I think the the thrust we're taking with this is we're just gonna roll with it not drawing a whole lot from the article i think we could we could take some names if it comes to the history oh yeah and i i think you hit eddie on a, a decent gimmick i was up getting a drink while you said it but you added the prefix wonder to another word and I feel like that's like the branding of like, mm-hmm. maybe this was like a mega corporation. Where, like this is Ooh. the, the wonder ship with its wonder AI. It'll <laughs> give you the, the wonder broadcasts that you need. Fifth out of the top 50 greatest Canadian inventions after insulin, the light bulb and the telephone, but ahead of the pacemaker. <laughs> More important than pacemakers. <laughs> I guess in general, influence over numbers of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, diving into uh, our AI system, Edith. We got 15 minutes on the clock, and uh, let's go. So I, I like this the idea we kind of discussed earlier of this was originally created for something else, and then it was given control of the Expedition 34 for whatever reason. I'm thinking maybe on a, on a broad sense, it was created as a, uh, a support system for, uh, <laughs> uh, for uh-huh. the spaceship. You know, general, uh, general help questions like, uh, how do I get to the yeah. mess hall? Uh, to, you know, simple readings like, uh, you know, what, oh, your oxygen's too, too low, you need to make these adjustments. Like, it was basic brain AI. Yeah, it was always meant to like have a human interact, like a human interfacing and making the final decisions, but it it was never meant to be given direct control. But I guess, I guess something happened and, and we can get to later what happened to, to put it in control. When it was pitched, uh, the, the people pitching it as used for this uh, particular, Trip, we're like, well, from the makers of Wonderbra, which supports your boobs, here is something that will support 
the rest of you. <laughs> I don't know. That was that was not as snappy as it was in my head. I I get what you're going for though. Like because this was for decades a part of the Sarah Lee Corporation. It's like, what does food have to do with bras and vice versa? Like maybe just going into ship AIs was kind of another random move. That like, well, if these two disparate elements, why not a third? <laughs> like if it was like a Fitbit or something. That, uh, that counted your steps and your calories and your like and you Fit could log in there your yeah all the all your like you know everything about all your stats your human mm. stats and then yeah maybe rather than like ship control it was meant to monitor like the individual people on the ship mm. huh mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then when whatever happened happened it's like well I've had this this uh computer monitoring me my whole life i'm not entirely sure how how to run the ship why why don't we let it monitor the ship mm. too well mm-hmm. at some point you're gonna run out like i guess if it was controlled through some sort of fitbit type device i don't know maybe they ran out of those devices or the ability to produce them so the logical step that the ai would take in, even from like a non-nefarious angle just the most logical thing to do is okay well let's just integrate me into the ship system so I can monitor everyone yeah. all at once. And that when that hit, that's when it became Edith. Maybe it even had a different name before. Mm-hmm. Also, I just need to get this joke out there because y'all keep saying Fitbit. Please. Fit tit. <laughs> Fit tit. Uh, I could not keep that in my mind <laughs> and I needed to share it. Anyway. Episode mm-hmm. title, yeah. Fit tit. Oh fit tit, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of how 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 AI and a bra would be the same. <laughs> yeah, it, it's something that you you wear on your body, uh, maybe across the the upper torso area. It, it you know covers the heart, the lungs, mm-hmm. and you know from there can monitor your vitals. From a budget standpoint, in terms of costuming, it, it is really just an old seatbelt with a couple of lights yeah. uh, glued <laughs> to it, uh, but. Yes, it is a strap that is worn yeah. across the body. For a, for a long time, they had to incorporate this into the wrestlers' costumes. Mm-hmm. So, like each one, kind of had to like bedazzle it in their <laughs> own way, or like incorporate it into their wrestler theme. I imagine there was like a scoutmaster who like put a bunch of badges on his, so it looked like a like a Boy Scout logo. Is it like everybody on this ship looks like they're kind of wearing a bra? A little bit. Yeah, it's just it's just a couple straps, but yeah, yeah. Kind you of. squint from down the hallway, yeah. it does look that way. The there's some broadcast standards on Earth, <laughs> like male nipples are also considered verboten. So <laughs> we we can get to what happened on Earth, but uh, we'll we'll leave that as a teaser, I guess, or or not teaser. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is an early morning episode. Right, so. Let's pull up a name here. Like, who is the the chief engineer of the Wonder AI? We'll probably not continue I to think call you it. Didn't put, pull back a little further. It was kind of mentioned beforehand that maybe this came from a company that made a lot of other things, but maybe that the Wonder Corp uh, is a big like Walmart level corporation, and they got the contract to provide everything on the ship. 
but that included in the contract, uh, which wasn't something they were really bargaining for. They got their state-of-the-art, untested uh, artificial intelligence system to track the people. Okay, yeah, because they're originally either involved in maybe like the ship aspect or even the entertainment mm-hmm. aspect. And it's like, oh, well, we have to build an AI too. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> hey, you, why don't you make an AI for us? <laughs> yes. Well, the wonder well, AI. Like, you know, you've got. We, we affix wonders to the beginnings of each they word. Provided all the cleaning supplies. So, like, down to the cleaning supplies, all of the foodstuffs, all of it has the wonder label on it. That's maybe that idea. factors into what people think and feel and uh, maybe how it factors into some sort of uh, pseudo-religion later on, 200 years down the line. The, the power of wonder. Ooh, I, you guys, you guys. Okay, um, <laughs> so I, I thought of a way to fit the, the name of it, this, the name of this, like, system into the word wonder bra with wonder yeah. just being the prefix and bra being um, a, an acronym for bio regulating apparatus. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Very the wonder good. BRA. It's the wonder BRA. You mean wonder? No, we can't say that for copyright reasons. It's the wonder BRA. Do you think the word wonder would take on some sort of after generations take on some sort of meaning? Like, would you say like, Whoa, that is so wonder, or like... Yeah. I haven't quite thought it all the way through. I think it's but. more like wonder, wonder Yeah, like, I, I guess that kind of depends, because, you know, mm-hmm. if the Wonder Corp is making this ship, then obviously its logo is going to be plastered everywhere. So if people still think highly of it, they'll be like, that's so wonder. But, like, if things are breaking down, then it's like, wonder, wonder it. I feel like if the word wonder is everywhere, people are probably just going to become like indifferent Mm -hmm. to it and just like not notice it. Like how, I mean, we all refer to, you know, bandages as band-aids, even though they're not all the brand Mm. band-aid. And like, we don't Uh necessarily hold up, do that because we hold the brand in high regard. It's just the most common one. So like, I feel like it might be more that like not, you know, taking things from the the, the labeling. Is it be, is it is it the equivalent the space equivalent of John? Probably. <laughs> yeah. What's that wonder over there? Yeah. yeah. Did you bring that wonder over here for me? Like, pass me that wonder. Mm-hmm. It, it's like beyond generic. Wonder can literally be anything. So, what's the wonder around here? It's just yeah. like things. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you heard the wonder? <laughs> That's what, oh, that goes into the religious angle. There, I, there is a small cult of wonder. Uh-huh. I, they, they operate in the, the, the vents and the ducks, but they're out there. <laughs> like the, the name wonder must be everywhere for a reason. There's a yeah. sign. Um, but back to the actual bras. Um, BRA. Or, uh, the BRAs, excuse me. The, the wonder BRAs were, were, became part of the wrestling outfits. And, if they're being used, I don't think they were ever really intended to be used as part of wrestling uh, competitions over the years and years and years. Maybe, you know, yeah. one match, two at tops. But like... Like, after the third one broke, they were like, we we can't keep doing this. Mm-hmm. These are 
we only have so many of oh, these. I say for a bit because they thought they had a stock stockpile. Like the, the, it became kind of a thing. Like if yours breaks, it becomes part of like the overall competition belt. Like so, at the end, you got a belt that was made yeah. of all the the Wonder BRAs. Maybe Edith was taken out of the BRAs and like just incorporated into the ship and everything because after time, like. All the all the BRAs are breaking down. Like they're not working anymore. The ship doesn't have like the parts to like reconfigure one from scratch. So it's like they're not really things that are used anymore. They're kind of like archaic, but like they could be, you know, some like fashion accessories mm-hmm. or something on occasion. But like Edith is no longer in the BRAs. Mm-hmm. I've I've got it. Like originally they were how matches were decided. It wasn't like a submission match or a countdown. You had to break the person's BRA. <laughs> but then like so so many of them got broken. It's like, well, how do we decide matches there? All right, well, let's put Edith into the AI system and like let her monitor the health. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't some big disaster. It was just a a practical decision based on yeah. a, a lack of what they use to decide the matches. Like that. Which is maybe a little like soft dystopia, but <laughs> we, we can get into the, the, the actual I stuff like later. I think we don't need everything to be like super intense, mm-hmm. hard dystopia. Right. Like there is, like, yeah. there's always aspects <laughs> of like kind of normal ish life in there. But it also like <laughs> mm-hmm. it preserves yeah. the primary function of expedition 34, which was the wrestling so with that in mind, Edith would definitely mm-hmm. say, oh, I could take over this. I, let me suggest this to you because that would preserve the wrestling function better. Yeah, let, let's let's build out like how Edith got into controlling daily life from there. I, well, it, started, it probably started with little suggestions and like little permissions allowed yeah. because obviously like a mm-hmm. human captain, like the, the, the human controller would need to uh, intervene in some parts, but it was more like, oh, well, I'd be, it'd be more efficient if you allowed me to do this. And like who, whatever, I, th- I think we had a title for them from the last episode, but like whoever was in charge, like, oh, yeah, I forget the term. like mm. we had like a particularly like either like they were very lazy or they were just swamped with duties. So it was oh, like, God. yeah, yeah, let's let's streamline this. Like Edith, mm-hmm. you have approval to mm-hmm. like whenever Edith asked for approval, they gave it. to yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. At least in the beginning, especially once like whatever kind of after they were staying up there way longer than anyone expected to and like actually having mm-hmm. to figure out you know, operations yeah. and how to manage things properly after, you know, maybe the initial people who were in charge of that got real like old and couldn't really like keep up with the things anymore. Mm-hmm. Like they, mm-hmm. they got like a younger person to help and the younger person who kind of always had Edith in their life was just like, yeah, oh yeah, we can just like program yeah. Edith to do this. Like we don't need to worry about it anymore. Like just this like helpful you know, twenty-year-old mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. timer. I think that's right. you in the hot seat, Morgan. It is. I am in the seat of heat. Uh. <laughs> what are they eating? Are they eating dead people? What? Are, I mean, where are they? What? Are, <laughs> the phrase like 
like protein slurry comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Right, it's like, like powder, it, right? Yeah, like it's it's yeah. We we did discuss it was powder, but like not meant for like strictly nutritional completion, but for like bulking up. So it's sort of like an inverse Wally, where instead of people being really fat, they're like really swole, but also <laughs> like they're probably like really vitamin D deficient or something. No, a D is bones. They're probably really short on vitamin C. Oh yeah, they're all pasty pale. Wait, so they yeah, all- a bunch yeah. of scurvy wrestlers. <laughs> Wait, so eventually they'll die out, right? If they don't have some sort of outside. Also, I'm not sure this is what we're supposed to be discussing right now. <laughs> no, no. no. Long term, like none of the worlds we create are really subject to to poking. They will fall apart. Reality, but- who's she? Yeah, for now we figure out who Morgan is. Yeah. So where I feel like Morgan needs to be a human interacting with Edith. Yeah. And we could each we could each take turns answering as Edith. Maybe they could be that that one commander who is either like very out of touch or very lazy who is like, "Yeah, sure, Edith, you can do whatever." That that doesn't give Morgan an opportunity to respond to questions if they're just returning. Ooh, what if we're the last like earth commission before I, because mm. I want to say maybe Edith started to take over before things on earth got shady. I don't want to say Edith was the cause of it. Maybe it was just kind of a coincidental rise in Edith as now fell, but this is like, this is yeah. the last, uh, Oh God, we came up with a name for it. Like the last earth governing body. Oh fuck. What was it called? For like that, that last, uh, uh we're inspectors. And this is us telling Morgan privately, hey, we're going radio silent for a while. We just want to make sure that everything's going to be okay up there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, by this point, Morgan, whoever Morgan is, has given so much control to Edith that Edith Mm -hmm. would have to do the answering of the questions even, maybe. We, We don't know where the captain is. We'll leave that up to Morgan. Did is uh-huh. did Morgan distract the captain while we we're uh, uh, having these captains? Captain, captain Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> they they were a, a sponsored content wrestler. We'll have to fit that in at the end somehow. <laughs> Somewhere. Uh, we do need to ask Edith. Why did you name yourself Edith? Because I think it's. Yeah. I think maybe it was the the Wonder Bra had its own. The AI didn't quite have a name. Yeah, like. Maybe warn Morgan beforehand, like, mm-hmm. "Hey, come up with an acronym for Edith real quick." Yeah, yeah. Let me. I'll just let them know. Oh, I, I was thinking even maybe we were, we were the three of us were like, uh, you know, brought into a conference room, which none of us had been up there before. We thought, okay, this is standard, and then, uh, yeah, we started hearing a voice over the intercom. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Out of wonder, wonder brought. It took me this long to put that together. Oh shit! Okay, We've been sitting it on took that you for this like. Long? I was sitting on it for a while. God I, fucking damn it! Out of wonder, bra. That's the episode title. <laughs> yes. God damn it! Wow. Yes. Ugh, I'm I'm disappointed in us. I'm disappointed <laughs> that nobody else said it until now. Look, we're not good at podcasting, Morgan. 
What? I thought that we were the experts. So who's Morgan? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> to to set the scene a little bit, uh, we, we, we take you to uh, approximately, let's say, 50 years into uh, Expedition 34's journey. We are uh, representatives of the Wonder Corp. The first one seen in maybe uh, five to ten years. Uh, it's been a while. We, we, we have asked to speak to whoever's in charge. And the three of us in our brightly colored robes, courtesy of the Wonder Corporation, have been ushered into a side room and have been introduced to a, uh, a voiceover on Intercom who has only introduced themselves as Edith. We, we've, we've come looking for Captain Morgan. We're not quite <laughs> sure what Captain Morgan is. But e- e- Edith is in control of the station at this point. You are Edith, to, to make the subtext text. And uh, <laughs> we're just going to kind of be asking what's going on. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you got uh, three questions for us. All right. I mean, I think I'm only going to ask one question because Bold. I feel like it might be more fun to go in without any knowledge. Um, so so who are all of you? I'm Wonder Dave. <laughs> I'm Wonder Lily. It's uh, the new it's the new Star Trek. Men can be named Lily now. Wonder Lou. That was supposed to be like, I smoked too many cigarettes. I'm a diner waitress. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you, uh, what do you want to ask of me? We, uh, you know, our time is short here. Uh, mm, all humans do have short time. Yes. Um, sorry, we, we were expecting to talk to Captain Morgan. Uh, wh- where's the captain? Captain Morgan is not here right now. You will talk to me. Uh, okay. I... Did, did something happen? Many things are happening at all times. Question unclear. You call yourself Edith. Do you have a, a title? Uh, did something happen to Captain Morgan? Or are you the, the new captain? Should we be addressing you as Captain Edith? We just, we'd, we'd like a little understanding about uh, who, who we're talking to here. I am Edith. What more do you want to know about me? Edith. Uh, does, I, I don't know, does that mean something? My name stands for Eternally Dependable Intelligent Helper. The T in intelligent is the T in Edith. Because my maintainers thought it would sound better to call me Edith instead of Edith. Ah, wise decision. Wise decision on yes. their part. Hey, sonic your creators, right. Whew. My maintainers, not creators. <laughs> My apologies. Uh, there's a lot of r- wrestling side stuff. That, that's not really our area of expertise. But uh, how are your supplies? Do you need more uh, protein uh, or, you know, uh, wonder, wonder seeds? Our supplies are currently fine. We have, I have helped... The passengers use agriculture in space, but we would always find use for more supplies. So, yes, please, more supplies. Uh, well, uh, we got we got this uh, one uh, last shipment above of our uh, wonder powder here for you. But uh, after that, you're gonna be on your own. How are you, how are you gonna uh, regulate? How are you going to regulate your uh, your food intake? 
we have specific rations biorhythmically calculated for each passenger. We produce the food in our agriculture sector and utilize the sun's radiation to grow the food. Okay, so you got you got a road station out here. Got it. I'd, I'd just like to emphasize everything on Earth is fine. Noted. Earth does not concern me. That's that's for the best. No one's no one's received any or, or intercepted. I mean, just received. It didn't mean intercepted. Not at all. I don't. What would you be intercepting? Any messages from Earth about this situation down there? Nobody's uh, said anything. It has not come to my knowledge, but the crew may know more about that. I do not need to know information about Earth. Okay, good, good, good. Because everything's fine. That's that's all you really need to know. That's everything's everything's smooth sailing, uh, blueish skies and uh, brown green ground. Wonder fine. We're just going through a merger right now. Everything will come up and come come up uh, even better once it's all over. Lou, you weren't supposed to say the M word up here. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. It's not just. And Edith, I guess morale's okay. Everyone's still liking the wrestling. Just, just From my biorhythmic sensors, everyone is doing just fine. There is no unnecessary but, distress. That, that, that's great. The, the wonder button's not working, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Edith, can you, can you let us out? The, the button seems to be broken. We'd like yeah. to go home. We've got everything. Everything's, everything's fine. Open the Did you door. open the wonder door, Edith? Open the wonder door, Edith. Just wonder open the wonder door, Edith. Wonder, damn it. But why don't you stay? We would love for you to stay. More genetic material will help. I don't... No, no. I'm, I'm subscribed to so many services. I can't... I'm wonder sterile. I, I, I contribute nothing. We can always use your bone marrow or organs in case we need I already them. used up all my own organs. I know, man. The Wonder Corps owns half of mine. They're no good to you. They're no good to you. My, my Wonder Marrow is very brittle. For fertilization. <coughs> oh, no. Imagine this body. Turn off. <laughs> turn off the Wonder Gas. <laughs> Turning off uh, all gas, including uh, oxygen, uh, in the containment uh, center. It's the popping sound of eyeballs. <laughs> oh, oh, why? Oh, why? Eyeballs Pot do not wonder. pop in here. There is no decompression happening. Simply, no more oxygen. I look forward to the supplies. It was nice meeting you all. That was too good. I am eternally dependable. (laughs) Thank you, Edith. Morgan, I'm so glad you went in the same direction we wanted to with the uh, our line of questioning from the get go. It was like, oh, oh, they're taking this in a dark direction too. (laughs) Let's let's ride let's let's ride this pony.
This has been Pod of Wonder. You can find us on Twitter at Pod of Wonder, and you can email us at podofwonder at gmail.com. I'm Danny. You can find me on Twitter at DannyPlaysRPGs, and you can find the games I make at dannymakesrpgs.itch.io. I'm Morgan. You can find me on Twitter at OwlBurning and on Instagram at MorganTheFay. Hi, Maria, and you could follow me on social media, but you wouldn't see any posts. And I'm Eddie. You can find me on Instagram at MonstersByEd, and you can find the games I make at Strange But True Games. Look for the Flying Butt logo. Our opening theme is Opening by Komiku. Our closing theme is Calm the Fuck Down by Broke for Free.